What'd you say about Christian girls? Christian girls, man. Christian you, girls. You talk, about, you talk about Jesus one time and you make fun of him just a little bit, and oh my God, they hate you. Yeah, they really, you know, they believe in God, and that's okay. It's okay to believe in God. It's okay that God. they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you believe in God? I don't know. I mean, you know what I hate, though? What do you hate? Before we get into it, Go ahead. let's talk about God real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I hate this idea that if I, like, don't believe in, believe in, yeah. I hate this idea that if I don't believe in God before he or she or they reveals itself or themselves to us, yeah. then somehow I'm not going to be wanted. It's like, this isn't the Lakers. <laughs> Like, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. Jesus Christ, if this is the end of days, like, I hope I, if I was a good person. I hopefully you go to heaven. Who gives a shit if I believe in it or not? I'm still being a good person. Aren't I a better person? Because I'm not like, oh, I need to be good for God. It's like, I'm no, being good for the world. I'm being good for me. Yeah, for the community. You know what? We're starting a hot, We're baby. starting Let's a hot. go. We're eliminating 80% of, yeah. No, 20% of our audience. Of our audience. You think because, so? Yeah, I think 80% of people our age realize that our complaint of Jesus Christ himself yeah. and religion is totally okay to complain totally about. Okay to complain about, yeah. You know? I mean, I don't I don't dislike Jesus. I don't think he wasn't a real person. I, I mean, this is a Jew. So as a Jew, as a Jew, this is very uncomfortable for me to talk about. But right. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, he's a good guy. I have no I have no gripes against Jesus. I think he's great. I mean, he could be an amazing, an amazing magician, you know? Yeah. Like a motivational speaker. Jesus was hot. Let's just say that. Okay, so here's the thing. This is where I got in trouble with the yeah. whole Jesus thing uh -huh. when I was talking to a Christian, a wonderful Christian woman friend. Yes. And I'm not someone, like, when I'm with a Christian person, I'm not going to judge them. And of when I'm not. Also, Why would you? But yeah. I like to joke around. I like the, what we're doing right now. We're just joshing yeah, each other, you joking. know? Yeah, you, but at the yeah. end of the day, I know that God, if he does exist, and he probably does, he knows that I'm just joshing around. Yeah. And he's not going to smite me with a, with a light freaking bulb? light bulb. or A light bulb? A light bulb. What a lame God. I know. Here's this light bulb. And I get ideas. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, no, I was like, yo, uh, did Jesus Christ have brothers? Uh-huh. Because if Jesus Christ had brothers, that would totally suck. Because imagine being Jesus Christ. You're doing miracles. You're having a crowd. You know, people are worshiping you. And then you have a brother. Yeah. He does have disciples. But then you have like a blood brother. Yeah. Who's like, what about me? What about me? It's like in the fucking corner, <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, I guess you don't want to hang out with me tonight, Jesus. Like, I understand, like, the Hemsworth, for example. You have Chris Hemsworth, but at least the other Hemsworths have some sort of career, right? With yeah. Jesus Christ and his brother. It's like he's, the Sheens. He's totally lost. Yeah. yeah. He's totally lost. And so I was making fun of the fact that, oh, that would suck. And then she went, you know that Jesus had a brother, right? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, What? And she goes, yes, it was this guy named John. Uh -huh. And then I went even, I'm like, oh my God, this is so interesting. So Father John Misty. I guess so. Father John Misty from Nazareth, yeah. bro. I'm like, wait, so Mary, who birthed Jesus through immaculate conception, uh -huh. because she was a fucking virgin. Yeah. No longer a virgin to have John. So Joseph got it in. I was like, it's good for Joseph. He's been waiting all these Joseph years. Joseph is Jesus's dad. His uh, like stepdad. Wait, that's an interesting interesting point. Jesus had an older brother. He had a younger brother. So this is what she said. So God made the image of Jesus and he impregnated Virgin Mary. I'm yeah. not really I'm not that Christian guy, so please don't get upset with my yeah. entire thing that's going We're on. We're okay being wrong. Right. That's what this podcast that's, is about. Exactly. That's yeah. that's so immaculate conception. Woo, she birth vir she's a Virgin Mary, the Virgin yeah. Mary. Yeah. Uh, our Father who art in heaven, hail Mary. And then she stated that he had, Jesus had a brother, which means that Joseph and Mary got together and she died a non-virgin because Joseph impregnated her with John. Got it. Quote unquote. I hope. I wish. So I was like, oh my God, there's no way. So she got it on. I was like joking around like, good for Mary, you know, because in, in freaking in a marriage, you know, one of the primary factors is sexual, um, you know, touch, which right. is so important. Right. And then she had to stop. We were doing a podcast. We stopped. Uh-huh. She's like, I need you to delete this podcast. And I'm like, why? Because when we talk about the Bible and we talk about Jesus, we have to be true. We have to be factual. Yeah. 
and we have to pray because this is the word of God. And I sat there and I went, I'm not judging you. But ouch. <laughs> you know, like I didn't know what to say. I felt so emotional. Yeah, it's really hard. I felt so emotionally people exhausted really, and attacked. I, I know it's 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 very important to people and, and I get that. I have things that are very important to me that I want to try to talk with um, a sense of uh, authenticity and accuracy, but you know, this is a comedy podcast. We're not, this isn't, you know, the Walker Walter Cronkite journalism podcast. Okay. <laughs> Where integrity and journalistic um, ethics take precedent. <laughs> Take precedent. Take precedent. How do you say it? How do you say it? I'm Walter Cronkite. I'm Walter Cronkite. And this is the news. And this is the news. Well, I don't. Wow, you sound really good. You know, I do voiceover. Someone should book me off this podcast. Yes. But. Um, don't forget. Yeah. Oh, by the way, hello, crew. What's hey, going crew. on? Hey, crew. Welcome. I'm Noah Finling. And I'm Jonathan Garano, and welcome to The, the Bottom Club. Club. We're about to talk about things so you know before we even like jump into everything i was been thinking about this yeah shoot okay so you know everyone's going out right now we're having a blast douche douche party time party time in the clubs yeah and the other day um i'm at you know a lounge area because i don't like the djs too much because i'm getting old i'm like 65 right the hearing (laughs) canes and i saw one of my guy friends and he was paying for girl drinks, which yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's, that's justified. That makes a lot of sense. But then I saw one of my beautiful, gorgeous friends. She's a girl. She goes up to the bar, and she's about to pay for a drink. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? Yeah. You look like this, and you're going to pay for your own drinks? Yeah. Like, there are people that don't even look like you that are women, and they're making other people pay for their drinks. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you a story of what I think, but what do you think about that? Do you think that women I, they should be paying for drinks when they go out? The Jew in me right, loves the idea of, you know, um, saving that money and investing it somewhere else. Let other people... <laughs> You know, buy you drinks. Don't spend the money. But but the other half of me is like, I, I get someone who, you know, I really enjoy yeah. um, working hard for my money and going out and, and spending it within reason. Okay. Because I earned it. I, I, you know, so I think. So the woman who works really hard to spend her money. Or the man, yeah. But well, in this I'm, case, the woman. The woman. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about the woman paying yeah. for a drink. So, yeah. you're, so the Jew needs to be like, hey, woman, you're, you're doing great. Save your money, invest. Yeah. But then on the other flip side, you're saying, woman, you've been working hard. It, it's I don't think it's as clear as like they shouldn't absolutely. I mean, I, it's like, yeah, like they've been working hard. And yeah, let them go buy a drink. Why do they need a fucking man, you know, to buy them their drink, you oh, know? Speak oh, speak on it, dude. Speak on it. R-E-S-P-C-T. I, I, I don't need a man. But listen. I don't need no man. Okay, I get that. Yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah. You don't need no man. I'm just saying. Noah, do you like things given to you for free if you want it? Uh, yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. If you could get a discount at places, yeah. would you not ask, like, hey, can I get a discount? And let's say 80% of the time, they will give you a discount. Yeah. Would you try it out? Yes. But I do think, that, and I, maybe we're not we're overlooking this in, until now, I think for women... And I'm not going to speak for all women, but I imagine there's this when you buy a drink, when a man buys a drink for you, that they think that they have some sort of chance with, you know, hooking up. I guess so. So it's like, like I guess they have so. to just be wise about it, you know, because I, I there's some shitty guys out there who might think oh, like they go pay, up and like, I pay for it. Yeah, I pay you, for it. You're not going to dance with me. You're not going to dance with me. I'm going to do so. Yeah. You know, so it's like. It, 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 I, but that's on the guy. That's on the guy. That's sure. not the responsibility it of shouldn't the woman be the respo- no, it to be able be. to say like, yo, let's dance because you bought me a drink. Right. It shouldn't be. Yeah. No, it shouldn't be. We should live in a world where that doesn't need to happen. It's like, but. okay, so as much as I love sex workers and then they're best, they're the best. It's like when you pay for a sex worker, you don't know if they're into it or not because it's like they're getting paid. So if you got if you give a woman a drink and you're forcing her to hang out with you because she's not... 
yeah what freely, how is that enjoyable right how is that you? enjoyable for you yeah that's that i never understood you that. want the yeah. consent of both you want someone to like you because yeah. i think it's about valuing yourself you know like it's about being like i deserve someone to, who likes me not just someone who um you know likes me for material items or anything like that you know so this is a critique on the that are males that are listening right now that are attracted to women hey hey listen Listen. Would you? Do you want to force yourself, dude? You wanna? You wanna say, "Hey, woman, I bought you a drink. You're forced to hang out with me. That fucking sucks." Yeah. You, know, you want the full consent, so maybe. That's why I never buy anything for anybody. I don't buy uh, girls or slash women, you know, drinks or anything of that sort. Here's an example. Yeah. So, this is why I'll bring it up, and yeah. and and it'll showcase everything. So mm-hmm. when my girlfriend turned 21 years old, mm-hmm. this is. Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Right? She turned 21 years old and she, you know, my girlfriend. So, of course, she was gorgeous and beautiful. Yeah. And I looked at her and I said, I understand that you're 21 and I love you, which means that I'm not going to buy a single drink for you. (laughs) We're in Las Vegas. There are so many other guys who are willing to take out their wallet and spend cash on you. You go, girl. You got this. You just turned 21. Let's enjoy this moment. Meanwhile, you just pleaded bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a smart. So, <laughs> nah, just we, no, that's right. We get to uh, the marquee. <laughs> yeah. Right? We're having, we're ha- yeah, we're having fun. You know, kind of, and then we walk in. I'm like, all right, I know you're with me, but go. Yeah. You know, like, and you're if, like, grab one for me too. Right. Yeah. May you grab a couple. May you grab say you have friends. Say you have friends. Yeah. Say you have friends. <laughs> I'm one of your friends. I'm say, one of your friends. Say yeah. I'm your friend. Yeah. You know, if you love, if you truly love something, what do you do, Noah? You, you give them their independence. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You let them, you let you, them flourish. You let them flourish. Yeah. You know, she looks good. Let the men spend. So she yeah. meets this guy. Because this guy like approaches her. Yeah. And I will remember this. I'm kind of like in the distance. She's with her friends. This guy, what do you think guys do in that situation, Noah, when they see a beautiful girl at the bar and you have a load of cash? What does the guy do? I think you're like, uh, hey, what's up? What's your name? Hi, I'm uh, I'm blah, blah, blah. How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. So nice to meet you. You look great. Um, oh, yeah. um, it's my 21st birthday. Oh, my God. Happy birthday. Hell, thank you. Thank um, you. This place is so cool. Yeah, I love the marquee. Um, can I buy you a drink? Oh, and- yeah, I would. Of course, I have. I can. I also have some friends. Oh, um, was it okay? Like, it's only two of us. It's great. Okay, it's my, sure. It's I my mean, friend. everything here is like twenty-seven dollars. But it's my friend Cynthia and uh, Nicole. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know what? Fine. Sure. Yeah, and you I'm have right. friends probably too that are males that would love to meet. No, my I'm two here friends. alone. You're here alone. Is that a red flag? That is a big red flag. <laughs> Peace. But I still want my free drink. Okay, here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Dude, if a guy was alone and he was in there and he, oh, we kind of like, I'll cover my drink. I'm kind of scared. No, that's a little weird. If you're by, if you're at a giant nightclub alone, yeah, you're either like <sighs> an undercover cop, right, a spy, or someone that's going to or someone's up to drink. no good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially if they're like seventy years old and you're like you're alone. Well, yeah, and you don't have a table. I don't think seventy year old men are allowed into those clubs. If you're, yeah, well. If if a security guard lets a seventy year old man in, especially if they don't have a table, unless he's like Rod Stewart. You don't let that guy in. Who's Rod Stewart again? Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say. We live in different you. generations. And as you could just tell, we're different ethnicities. No, Rod Stewart's classic rock. Rod He's from Stewart. like the 70s. From the 70s. Maggie May. No, who are these people? Maggie May, Rod Stewart? Rod Stewart. That's his song, Maggie May. Oh, my God. I, feel like I can't just, wait for YouTube to tear your ass up right now. I feel now. like you're just You're making, the weird one. No, you're talking. No, no you don't no, know who Rod no, Stewart is. Nobody knows who that is. Oh, my God. I pull up. You'll pull up a, a shot of Rod Stewart here. He's a rock star. Anyways, continue. I got to I'll Google that. Is he white? Yes. That's why, probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's white. Too many old white men. After a while, they just I can't. My brain can't there's handle them all. So there's much. only so much. So much. No, because space. there's just so many. There's so there's so many, many old the, white rock stars in the entertainment industry. Oh my god, that I just can't. Keep. It's like a rolodex. Whereas when I go to a person of color, it's like oh, two people. Good, I can keep them in my head. That makes a lot of sense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy that yeah. ends up with uh, ends up talking to my girlfriend. Yeah. He's from Australia. And you're from afar. I'm from afar. You're like peeping I'm through. like peeping, but I'm still dancing with my dudes. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm checking up on her. And then 
he starts buying her drinks. Yeah. And he starts like, and of course she drinks some, she passes it to her two friends that are also 21. And then I walk up and she like slides me a couple. So it's really cool. They're, they're having fun. She's laughing. He keeps on buying them drinks after right. drinks after right. drinks. And I see the tab when he pulls it up and I think it's like close to like $450. Jesus or Christ. Because it's a lot. Like each, each fucking thing in Las Vegas is a lot. Oh my God. Yeah. One glass of, of vodka it's, soda is like, like $28. Yeah. And at so, a club. Yeah. It's insane. So imagine shots after shots and drinks after drinks that, well, for, first off, of course, it's like shots after shots after shots after shots. Yeah. Because as a guy that he is. He wants to get her fucking wasted because he wants to sleep with my girlfriend, which makes sense because I only date women that other men want to sleep with, okay. you know? <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. That's the point of having a girlfriend, That's the, right? yeah. I guess. Anyway, so she has her drink and I can tell she's like, you know, getting, she's, she's, she's not getting too drunk, yeah. but she's, you know, girl wasted, which is great. Mm-hmm. I love this. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Buzzed? But buzz. a high buzz? Tipsy. Tipsy. Yeah. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Her friends are drunk a little bit, which is great. I got a couple of drinks. I'm feeling kind of good. Yeah. She's feeling great because of this dude. Thank yeah. you. You're like, you're a nice guy. He's you're great. Nice. He's great. And then he puts his hand mm. like in a little like uh, Robin Hood. What is this? Like a little like love a little handle. a little love. He does a little love handle to the side and he puts my girlfriend's hand interlocked with his and they walk together to a group of individuals and this is when my friend looks at me and he goes i think it's time that she's done drinking i'm like yeah i got you so i walk up push through the crowd i get in the circle and i look at her and i go hey uh blah 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 are you done and she goes she shakes her head yes i hold out my hand she grabs my hand and I just pull her out of the circle and then we just walk away. Oh man. It was a great night for both of us. Wow. Yeah. What a wild <laughs> thing. I would never do that. It's called trust, Noah. I know. I trust someone too, but I just feel like But you're right. Something did happen which was major. Yeah. She drank so much and good thing that I was there that she ended up like puking. Yeah. And I had to take care of her. Yeah. And I'm really glad that I was there because that guy would probably have taken advantage of her in a massive way. Like probably yeah. have gotten her drunk and then forced himself upon and her. And she was never like, how come you don't want to buy me any drinks? <laughs> <laughs> because it was like, it was like fun. Imagine yeah. you date, you're dating someone, especially someone that's just it turned 21 or 22. It is fun and like, there is a, I'm sure there's like a, it is, yeah, it's kind of like. It's an ego boost. For yeah, both and people. there's a. It's almost—I don't want to say fetish, but it is like a cool, sexy thing to like watch your girl like. Ma- ma- you know, some guys are into that where you like watch your girl get hit on by guys. Like some people are into that. You know? Exactly. I think like for me, from afar, if I'm watching like a guy hit on my wife, there's a part of me that's like, oh, that's cool. She's desirable, right? You know, <laughs> and people, and I, you know. But then, like, once it gets to a certain point, I'm like, okay, get get your hands off her. You know, I'm like, okay, stop it. Especially, especially if she's alcohol, if there's an alcohol or a substance involved. Yes. Yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. I, it's just like a fun little yeah. game for me. And I mean, maybe it's dangerous, but someone's hitting on my girlfriend. Yeah. I'm like, my ego boosts up and then I'm thinking, okay, how do I, how do I come in and dissuade especially it's kind of like a cool role play oh my god it is it is one time uh, i was with a woman um it's my wife (laughs) and we like uh we met at a bar yeah um but we were we were like let's meet at a bar like we don't know each other yeah it was really cool and then what happened tell me you know you know after a while you know so we meet at this bar and we like are like going on a date yeah and like kind of acting like we don't know each other, but after a while it just gets exhausting. And I'm like, can we cut the shit already? I'm like, so done with this. Yeah. Can we just like stop playing characters and make well, it's out like right after now? 45 minutes, I'm like, okay, this is just work now. <laughs> it's just like, so what's it like being a doctor at, at Kaiser Permanente? And You're I'm like, like, fuck character development. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm done. I'm done. Game's <laughs> over. Um, I don't want to do this anymore. 
Um, <laughs> You're like studying. But it is it is fun to do that sort of thing. And this is more of like a real world kind of playing with fire sort of role play. Yeah. It's, yeah. That Maybe that is very, very, very dangerous. But also maybe this is why um, she almost cheated on me. So maybe that could <laughs> yeah. be. I would say so. But I don't know. I don't think that's why. But like, um, you know, definitely there was uh, probably an element of that that she liked. She liked that sort of like, ooh, I can't have this, but he's letting me. Right. Because you know? <laughs> when you date, I felt like when, I mean, she was like, what, two, three years younger than me. And my biggest fear at the time was, hey, if you're in your 20s, you got to have some fun. And I did not want to kind of hold her back, hold her back from that experience. I get that feeling. I remember feeling like that in my 20s. Um, I remember feeling that more for myself of being like, I don't want to settle down yet. I want to, you know, yeah, enjoy myself and not feel tied down to anything. But after a while... I don't know. For me, I started to really just crave just like commitment and like wanting to I, settle down. Dude, now I do. But, yeah. But, well, I mean, for my partners, but I always wonder what my partner wants. Yeah. And maybe my assumption of that independence and that freedom, but I don't know. Sometimes it was, it was, it, it was dangerous sometimes because yeah. imagine, I remember one time where her sister, um, went out and she brought her and I was there and they got a table because these Russian guys decided to buy them a table and yes. I was just waiting in the background and then she never passed me a drink. She was so caught up in it and then I talked to her and we got into an argument. So those those are times where I, and because she was so, because I put her in a position where I'm like, it's okay to do this. I think I did not put enough of a, of a, of a stance and be like, this is okay up to a single, uh, to up to a certain point. So that was like, that was my fault. Right, right. Right. And so that's like something that I had to really think about. But basically what I'm saying is if you're a woman and you find yourself to be attractive, you should not be paying for drinks. That is what my stance is. That's your stance. Unless you're scared that they're going to roofie it, then, then you then you don't. Then yes. You don't. Yeah. Maybe don't do it. Because yeah. I've, you know, I've seen some of my friends and I'm like, oh my God, good thing I'm here because holy crap, it's you, dangerous. You've seen some of your friends get fucked up like that, you mean? Well, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it is. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, I mean, my 21st birthday, I was so blacked out. I mm-hmm. don't even remember it. Like, I remember I was at a pregame. Yeah. I got pretty messed up. Yeah. And then I went out to a bar with my only other friend who was 21. She took me out. I remember having them check my ID. I ordered a drink. I drank the drink. And then I just remember waking up on my friend's bathroom floor. Oh, my God. Truly, absolute darkness that's like the only time maybe one or two other times outside of that, that that's, that's so happened. scary yeah. dude it was nuts i don't even i really i was i did not i was like trying so hard to remember i was hung over until like until like 7 p.m the next day i was like oh shaking and like throwing up. i was so hung over i threw up so much Oh my God! It was I'm nuts. so sorry. Holy crap! No, it was, it was a great time. I mean, I but I great don't time really remember. Even remember. I know I don't even remember it. I mean, maybe if you close your eyes hard enough, you could remember. Like I some kind of vaguely of... remember, just like yeah, being on a dance floor. But it was just like me and my one friend, and we were. It was a platonic friendship. Right. Um, she was just like the only other friend at the time because I have an early birthday who had who was old enough that I like knew to go out with. But man, yeah, I was so messed up. I have a question then. Yeah. If you were truly blacked out. Yeah. And let's say you made out with somebody else. Yeah. Is that cheating? If I had, if I was in a relationship, if you're in a relationship and you got completely blacked out. Yeah. That is cheating. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, uh, I got to call some people. Yeah. I got to call some people. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, do you, do you, uh, do you network at all? Always. Yeah. Always network. What's the last networking party that you went to? Networking party. Um, a networking get together. I mean, I would say every show I go to or I'm yeah. on is networking. Right. You know, I'm going to be dealing with people who book and who are other comedians. And, you know, it's always, I'm always networking. Um, I got networking drinks last night. Oh, you mingled. And the night before that. You chit chatted. You mingled. You jingled. Yeah. We just, you know, talked about, you know, business, jobs. Uh, where do we want to be? The business. Can, yeah. The, the industry. 
of entertainment. See, uh, do you ever get scared though? Sometimes, like when I go to networking parties, I have social anxiety. Not social anxiety. I, 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 I loathe it when you go in and the first thing they go is like, "Oh, so what do you do?" And what do you, you do? Know, and you know inside. What do you do? You know in their fucking eyes, they're looking at you, and they're. You better say something good, so they can either use you. Yep. Or throw you away. Or throw you away. Yeah, that's like a big part of LA, man. So I, I walked into this. That's one, why this city kind of sucks. It sometimes. does suck yeah. sometimes because even sometimes there's a saying. It goes like, "In LA, you know everyone, but you don't know anyone." And I get really scared sometimes, even when I'm talking to friends that that have grown and become massive in the creative industry. Yeah. And I think to myself, what is the proper way to communicate with them? Because they're so big now that yes. Everyone that they're around is also trying to use them. Yeah. And I don't want to make them think that I'm using them. You don't want to use them. Yeah. So it's so hard even when I want to like hang out and I and I write massive text messages saying, hey, I want to hang out. But hopefully, you know that I do have anxiety and hopefully, you know, that I don't want to use you. And I over explain so much. But yeah. anyway, went to a networking party on Monday. Yeah. And I walk in and I'm in this circle. Mm hmm. And my, my go-to question is never like, what do you do? Mm -hmm. It's always, hey, toilet paper over or under? Then if they're cool, they laugh. And then I go, hey, uh, yeah, because everyone here is going to do small talk, and that's fucking bullshit. This, this toilet paper thing? I'm wondering if you're a sociopath. And that's why this is deep. Yeah. And pretty soon they're talking about their sex life and love life and nothing about their job. Yeah. Well, anyway... I go up to a circle and just fucking the one of the women goes, Oh, you should meet Jonathan. He's really cool. And this guy, you could tell he's like a multimillionaire has like a nice suit, whatever. And I go, Oh, wow, you look really nice. You look really cool. And he looks at me and he goes, I bet you're just a broken arrow. What? And I was like, what? I was like, what? Because I don't know if he, I don't know if he was trying to joke I don't know if he was annoyed a by me. A broken arrow. But he didn't say like a broken record. A broken arrow. Like a bow and arrow. A bow and arrow. And the I the fuck does that mean? All I knew is that he was making fun of me with his posse of people that was that was and around they were like, him. That's hilarious. Like, broken arrow. <laughs> and exactly. Yeah. And I could tell that he was making fun of me. And I just sat there and I, well, first off, when someone is, you know, makes fun of you, you're supposed to laugh too. So I laughed like, <laughs> broken arrow. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And I go, I will murder you. Yeah. I go, yeah. People say that all the time. I go back and I go forth. And then as he began to talk, I just left the circle and yeah, I went yeah, to yeah. another. Yeah. Because fuck him. Fuck that man. Yeah. Ugh, I hate that. People are just, I, I, I find that so often, like when you go out somewhere, a lot of the conversation can be just very vapid and like very like. Everyone's sizing each other up. How much money did you make? You bought a house? How much is your house? You know, you know, even I do that sometimes. Even I like, I'm like, oh, you live in this place? What's your rent? You know, like, you know, that's more of me just like being like, maybe I could afford this, you know, like, right. Then less than being like, oh, you have that, you know, um, like I'm jealous of you, you know, just like a genuine, you know, wondering, but like, man, it is really hard. I think it took me a while in Los Angeles to find out. Who was my friend? Who was an acquaintance? Who and you know, because I think we're networking constantly. Yes, we're surrounded by a lot of like-minded people, and when you're surrounded by like-minded people, like creatives or, or whatever it is in your industry, you're gonna have a lot to talk about, and it's gonna feel like you guys are really close because you have a lot of common interests. Right, but just because you have a lot of common or just because you see people all the time doesn't mean that they're your friends. Doesn't that mean doesn't mean that they're your friends? Um, and that takes a while to learn. I, I'd be curious to know what that's like in other industries because um, I'm sure it's there. I'm sure if you work in finance and you go, I don't know, to the bars after work a lot and you all are going, you know, not all – a lot of these people just want to get fucked up together, you know? Like yeah. they, don't, they don't – it's the same thing. Like they're not they're not like – it's not like the person you call in the middle of the night when you need someone or like someone you want to just like go grab brunch with and just, just to hang, you know? I mean, you're well. I, you know, working in the advertising industry, yeah, and other corporate jobs, it's just like that. I feel maybe we're just always competing with each other. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to compete less with other people. But then, how do you figure out who your friend is? I. But we're friends, right? Yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Because though we work together, yeah. Though, though we work together, yeah, we're friends. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think it's, um, I think it's also like healthier to not be wondering this too much. Mm. Cause I think you can really overlook some things. I think it's more about like whoever's in my life right now. That's good. Like being more, letting it more, letting it roll off your shoulders a little bit more. Ooh, yeah. You know, like, I definitely, there was a time where I'm trying to like really be like, who are my friends? I had this like desire. Who are they? Cause the, you know, something bad happened to me. Like a friend of mine had like cheated on a, on, like had like been with a woman that I yeah. was like seeing. And then it was like totally mind altering. Cause I was like, Whoa, I thought that was my friend. And then you're like, Oh wait, you're not my friend. I just see you all the time. You yeah. know? Um, and I think, think it's just like i don't know i feel like you just gotta go with your gut and don't look too far into it like if you feel like you're with someone that that per, that you care about that person yeah. and that person you know likes you let's not say care because that's like yeah care is reserved for certain people like i think sometimes maybe we put too much of an expectation on a friend that they're supposed to do something in a certain way and it's like well no that's like what your brother would do yeah or that's what your parents are supposed to do whatever but i think um I think if, yeah, do, do they like you? Like, do you, you know, when someone likes you, you know, I think so. I think, I think your body will tell you. And if you find it, then just double down on it. Yeah. Like clearly when we hang out, like it's obvious that we like each other. I mean, we're nice to each other. We're, we make each other laugh. Yes. Are you you serious? Um, Yeah. I like, I like you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Sorry. I had something in my throat. No, I do like you. Yeah. And the fact that. I know that I can like you because I can open up with any feeling that I have. Yeah. And you respond back with kindness and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think that's, I think you have to just trust your gut, you know, there's a, there's a book called the, um, the expected mind, Uh um, or the unexpected mind. I think it's the expected mind, uh, by Annie Murphy. Yeah. And she basically states that through research, your body will know exactly if something's good or bad for you. Like your palms will be sweating or your gut will rumble when you're doing an activity mm. and it's your body, your body will react either 10 or 10 seconds ahead of what your logical mind is. Uh-huh. So they did a study where two people were working together and in one scenario, you would lose money if you press this button and the other button, you would gain money. And anytime people would press the, the losing money, they would, they would record their sweat glands. And they began to sweat. Wow. 10 seconds before they were like, oh, wait a minute. I'm losing money here. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. Like, listen to your gut. But as with a friend situation, I, talking it out and not expecting anything, I think is the best way to go. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's hard. Also, when people get older, I think if you're not working on yourself and trying to like get healthy, it's easy to other people. We're at their age where other people are doing that. Like yeah. If you're not going to do it, other people are. And and if you're not doing it, you might mistake their healthy growth as like, you know, um, why uh, as them being slimy or like independent or right. like cagey. And it's like, no, they're working on themselves. They're setting some boundaries in their life. Exactly. You know, don't take it personally. Don't, it's not it has nothing to do with you. It has there. It has, you know, it's like like anything you want to do in your life. This podcast. Yeah. You're not hanging out all the time with everybody because you're working your ass off on this podcast. I have you know? to. You know, it's like, that's what it is. Or like, whatever. Like, I we dedicate a certain amount of time a week to meet here and talk to each other. And that's the dedication. So for any other people, you know, all the people that are hitting me up to hang out during this time, which is a lot. <laughs> because he is I'm popular. Very, popular. I'm, I want to be popular. Um, no. Let me know, take a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just like, so I think it's important to like continue that growth as you see your peers growing. Cause you're going to get left behind. I'm not talking about you specifically. No, no, I totally agree with that. It's uh, people are willing to be with you if you decide to act on purpose. Yeah. I feel like with my own brother, he started to like really go to therapy and take that shit seriously. And I wasn't doing it and I was, and it was showing like he was growing and I wasn't, you know? And, and I think I was like, Oh fuck, I don't want to lose him. Um, I don't want to like feel like left wow. behind. Yeah, you're right. So, I don't want to lose my friends that are working on themselves. And so, because you are 
who you surround yourself with. Sure. Yeah. And so if you're not improving yourself, like with your friends, then they can't, they're going to be like, Hey, listen, I don't want to be with you because I don't want to. And maybe this could be harsh to say, become like you. Yeah. Or I don't want your, you know, for me, I think when I feel like a negativity coming from a friend or they're like angry at me for just being who I am. Yeah. Um, that I just can't have that seep into my soul because it can get, it can wear you down. It wears me down and I'm concerned with them. I'm like worried about what they think. And it's like, Hey, I'm being respectful. I don't, there's nothing not to like, you know, just like, Hey, here's my distance. This is my boundary. Yeah. This is my boundary. You are who you, you are who you hang out with. Yeah. And I got to make sure that I'm not the smartest person or the most, depressed person in this room yeah for me my 30s was about setting boundaries oh i like that i mean i just turned 30 but like it started that sort of language started i started to implement that in my life around 29 yeah and now i feel like i'm getting i'm getting better at it it's hard work it's a lifelong journey to like to get good at it because i i'm able to do it now but i think sometimes i don't vocalize it well and i sound like a dick that's fine. But that's okay because I'm like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying like, hey, I can't go. This is what I need. The One of the most beautiful things, this guy, and I'm going to play it here. Anyway, he he sent me a, a voice message and he was like, hey, I really, I, Jonathan, I love you. You're amazing and awesome. But I'm, you know, working on myself and I can't really hang out with you. And I absolutely adored it. Hey, Jonathan, I really don't want you to get the wrong impression, but I've got like, Uh, A lot of people in Los Angeles, I've been like really just pushing off, just pushing off. And like I have a really small circle here and like I keep pushing them off. So I I barely have time to hang out with even my closest friends. And it's not like you're not my friend, Jonathan, but I'm at this point, like I'm so busy and so stressed with my life. I can't even focus on my best friends. Please don't take it personally, but like it's a little overwhelming just the thought of scheduling or trying to get to know or talk to anybody right now because I can't, I'm like behind on all my work and I don't even. So uh, I just want you to know I'm anxious and stressed about talking to literally anyone. So if I'm not talking to you, please don't feel weird about it. Ah, uh, that's it. Uh, uh, you're cool, Jonathan. You're a really nice guy, super sweet, charming, handsome. And you're incredible. So please don't take it personally. I genuinely mean that. I'm just like so incapable of taking care of myself and my social life right now. Whew. Sorry, I'm just like so stressed. Yeah. I'll end with this with this topic is, um, you know, I, I'm in Gamblers Anonymous, as you know, because yeah. I have a major gambling problem. Yeah. And because we're talking about like bettering yourself. Yeah. And when you admit to yourself that... No one can help you, yeah, but yourself to improve. What don't they call that something? Like letting go. Um, it's, it's relinquishing control or it's, something. It's two things. It's being I am completely powerless. Yes, 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 yes. That's what. Yes, I am completely powerless in your vice, or in this case, I am completely powerless against gambling. Which means then, because I am powerless, that means every single day, I have to work on making sure that I can replace these powerless things yeah. with something productive. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. You know, I, it's funny you bring this up. I've never really talked to anyone about this, but this is, I'm just going to say it. Go like ahead. I've been thinking about, you know, past therapy. Maybe I should go to some like Al-Anon or something for like anxiety and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I have qualifiers and stuff like that, but like I don't need to talk about that, but it, I do feel like I am sometimes powerless to my anxiety. And when I'm in the state of mind to understand that, I do so much better. Well, first off, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, it's something I'm debating or not. It's just like yeah, I'll figure out what the right thing for me is. But Just remember, yeah. as my gambler sponsor says, Gambler yeah. Anonymous sponsor says, he says, because you are powerless, that means willpower alone won't get you success. Right. It's taking the resources and doing actionable habits to replace right. these vices that will get you there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you can't you can't do it with willpower alone. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, for me lately, like when I go for a run, yeah, I it is like uh, night and day. See, it all goes away. See, 
That is an activity. It's night and day. That's an activity. And that's and it's almost that's enough alone for me to go on a run. If it means I'm not gonna be fucking spiraling about some stupid ass shit, you know. I'm really proud of you for yeah. that. But also listening to music too. You listen to music? I well do. so when you run, um there's this actually there's this uh, artist that I was like actually thinking Who is about. It? Okay, so yeah. have you heard of her? Okay, so her name is Maggie Rogers. Oh, love her. Okay, so have you heard the story I about? I wanna love you for a long time. She has a song called Alaska, uh-huh. which I really love. Yeah. But you wanna know how she got really famous? How? Okay, okay, so look at this, get this. So I I believe it's uh, 2016. So Maggie Rogers, it's the she goes to New York University. Yeah, NYU. and uh, she's in this music class. And they're having a master class workshop with a guest named Pharrell Williams. So Pharrell Williams is there and he's teaching the class. And what he does is he brings students to the front of the class. The students play their music in front of Pharrell and then Pharrell critiques them. Yeah. One after the other. Like, oh, this was something that you need to fix. This was okay. You're almost there. Hey, you have potential. You know comments to make them feel good when their music is not the best yeah then the teacher goes oh i have one last student for you of she course. is fabulous she took a year off of school for a year she came back she has a new lease on music her name is maggie rogers so maggie rogers goes up to the front and she tells pharrell like hey listen i believe that music because i went to france for a year and maybe she did some drugs, who knows, mm-hmm. that the best type of music comes from nature. Yeah. And so everything you're about to hear comes from the idea of the surrounding environment and how, you know, the world just moves. Yeah. And she plays her song, Alaska, and Pharrell's face like lights up. Yeah. His cheekbones Ugh. get there. He has his arms crossed. Yeah. And then they open up and he's getting totally inspired. And then right after the song finishes, he goes, I have no critiques for you. This was phenomenal. Holy shit. Yeah. And when I saw that, yeah, I stripped the song from that Facebook clip and I put it on SoundCloud yeah. because I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. When I saw that, I stole it from yeah, I yeah. stole it. Yeah. Actually, so <laughs> you want to know something? I'll put it, okay, so, so I couldn't find the song anywhere. Yeah. So I ripped the song from that clip because yeah. I really loved it and I was telling everybody that story and playing that song Alaska, which is amazing. You've heard the song? Alaska? I haven't heard it, no. Okay, we're going to play it right now. Okay. okay I'm so sorry. I just no. have to. No, let's do it. I want to. It's so it's so good. I think like, the crew will like this. Oh my god, we're gonna play the the beginning, but I I will tell you what happened. Oh my god, I can't believe I f- I forgot that I did this. I was walking through icy streams that took my breath away. Oh. It's really great. Okay. Till it drops. like guys who just checked in for the podcast just for that moment yeah <laughs> like what are these guys doing they're running in a field yeah. with their clothes off yeah. right now bro we're, we're having a good time we're so to maggie rogers i just remembered this yeah i stripped this up i loved her so much but i couldn't find anywhere so i stripped the song put it on soundcloud made other people listen to it and then i forgot that i did it and then seven months later i checked the soundcloud and in my inbox, 
There's a message. Oh, man. Guess from whom? Shut up. I swear to God. I swear to God. Fuck off. I swear to God. Maggie Rogers. I'm going to put up the screenshot right here. You have to. I got a message from Maggie Rogers. Oh, my God. That's fucking nuts, man. And it says, like, Jonathan, um, I'm, do- I'm opening my album pretty soon. Can you please take <laughs> this down? <laughs> take this down. <laughs> Can you delete this, you fucking asshole? But thank you. Thank you for showing it to people. Now they'll buy it. Uh, and I didn't see it for like another seven months. Oh, you didn't? No, I never saw it. Oh, man. And then when I responded, I was, and I was like. Uh, Did you delete it? Yeah, I yeah. think I deleted it. I don't know. I don't yeah. even remember. I just That's know I saw so the message. And then I was like, hey, can I work with you? And then I never heard back. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally forgot That's about hilarious. that. But Maggie Rogers, if you're listening, I freaking love you. Yeah. We're big fans. Oh, my God. Maybe she can do uh, some music for our pod. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put it out to the universe. That'd be so sick. Yeah. Um, let's see how much time we have. And maybe we can do some Grant Cardone stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's actually do some. Let's do, do, do some, time? Yeah, let's do some Grant Cardone yeah. type let's of stuff. Let's do it. Show me some clips. Let's look okay, at this fucking guy. So, so can we tell the crew who that is? So, Grant Cardone, guys. So, I was like searching on the internet and I was looking at all these entrepreneurs. And basically, he's like this billionaire that gives advice. Yeah. And one of the biggest things is that he's like known to be a quote unquote like fake speaker what are those like charlatans those con um, artists not con artists but one of those billionaires that gives out advice to the world about how to get rich yeah but is so out of touch with the world what's up with billionaires that do that i mean i just think there's no way you can be that successful and not be out of touch unless you truly deprive yourself of your wealth interesting Uh, but it's like i see this all the time in comedy they're like, yo, I'm so rich. You can be rich. You could be just like me. Yeah, and it's like, well, I don't want to be just like you. Do you think billionaires are the new influence? The new influencers is what they are. I think. I think when you make, when you master an industry like that, and you make that um, that amount of money. Any industry, if you master, you get to the top of it. Most people usually feel like they know how to do it, and there's an entire industry created out of just that idea. There's a whole industry out of just. Um, telling people what you know. That is yeah. an entire um, business model. You know, here's how I did it. You can do it too. Why? You're capitalizing on hope. You're making money on people having hope that they can do it too. But that's so flawed. I mean, maybe the foundations are the same, but just because you did it doesn't mean other people will do it. Well, it's also, it's just rooted in like ego. It's rooted in ego and it's people forgetting, guys, stop comparing yourself. Just because this guy is a billionaire doesn't mean his life's perfect. Just because you become what this guy is doesn't mean your life's going to be perfect and all your problems are going to go away. And don't forget he had some luck that we don't even know about. He had luck, yeah. But uh, let's, uh, let's, let's go on your Instagram because of the timer's here that I, you know. And uh, we're going to look at some of these clips, guys. Don't worry. It, it, we're gonna, if you're watching the YouTube right now, we're putting up the clips there. If you're listening to the audio, I'll put the microphone in so that way we can uh, pull it up. Grant Cardone. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stand up for this. It's so fucking look. hilarious, bro. Okay, so he has this. Uh, we'll do the one above this. So here we go. Ain't no better play in the game, baby. Take your money, garbage pieces of paper, invest in a real asset. Bricks, concrete, cement, glass, steel. Fill it up with tenants. They pay you every month. You collect passive income. Write it off, write it off from the U.S. government, federal government, and state government, and sit and wait for it to double and triple. Best game in the world. <laughs> okay. What is that laugh, dude? What is that laugh? Well, this is my problem. It's a, like, the smirk. <laughs> the steps that this guy is giving, he doesn't understand how complicated what he's saying. He's saying to invest. He's saying to buy a building. Buy a building. Just buy it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Go out there. Yell out to the building on the street. Hey, building, can I buy you? <laughs> it's nuts. I mean, it, it, it's abs- it's absurd. And, and also, Everybody has fill it with tenants. <laughs> buy the building. Now fill it with tenants. This is my problem. For There was a small... How do you do that without any money, dude? How do you do that without any money? How do you, how do, you do that? How do you just... It's a lot harder than it sounds. My dad, like, for a second bought a very small piece of real estate. Yeah. Very small, like a house. It was like a mul- it was like a two family house. It was he was like this will be easy. It'll pay for itself. Like I won't have to do anything. 
he was working day and night, lost money for three straight months and was like, I'm selling this. I can't do this. I can't do this. This is crazy. It's nuts. It's hey, a lot building, of. Hey, building. I'm well, going to buy you and fill it with tenants. Easiest money that you can make. And then he has this, the grin. He looks like the devil as he smirks like. <laughs> he then, doesn't understand. How, he, he has a team of people around him. Here's the funny part about that. If you go to it on the on the description of his thing, yeah, he's advertising his summit course. <laughs> yeah, he's like, come come pay more money to see this. Let's look at another one. Let's look at another one. We got we got to not this one. This is the kid. I don't want to make fun of a child. Yeah, somebody asked me today, man, Omicron, man. I said, yeah, I'm on my grind. He said, no, man, Omicron. I said, yeah, I'm on my grind. <laughs> He said, no, man, Omicron. I said, yeah, I'm on my grind. <laughs> okay, I mean. Does he not know that this is like. <laughs> he clearly doesn't understand how unfunny he is and thinks he's hilarious. But that it's is so just. Funny. Omicron sounds nothing like I'm on my grind. But that's. The, dude, don't you know? That's the mindset of a successful just, entrepreneur billionaire. You just. You just you look denial. At, no, no. Simple words, how things are spelled and sounds don't apply to you. Right. They're always. On the grind. Yeah. That isn't, oh, hey, do you want some food? Oh, you mean you want some 401ks? Like, yeah. I can't imagine he has a happy life. I cannot imagine. I do not understand. If he is living what he's preaching, I do not understand how he has a family. He does. He has, how he has a wife. He is, they're all old motivational speakers. His 13-year-old kid. No, let's try this. I want you, hey, let's get, in. I want you to believe right now in this mindset that you are a successful billionaire entrepreneur and you're okay. going to take regular words. I don't need to believe it, buddy. You are. Okay. You're going to take these regular words. Yeah. And you're going to somehow twist them to be motivational. Okay. To talk about money. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Hey, uh, you want some coffee? Oh, I love coffee. Yeah. This is how you make money. <laughs> So you drink coffee, start making money. That's what it's about. I got to imagine there's like 30% of people in the world that if you just talk loudly and eloquently about something, they're like, you are right. I'm you, on my grind. Sorry, you are great. Yeah. Yeah. I am on my grind. He's on his grind. Yeah. He said it loudly. This is how you make smart passive income. You ready for this? You ready for this? Yeah. Buy a house. Turn those three rooms into Airbnb. Yeah. Go downstairs, make a garage sale. Yeah. Sell your couch. That just happens to already be there. Yeah. You're making money turn around. Make your kids work the fields. <laughs> you pay them, but they give you a cut of what you are paying them. Exactly. Give your kid an allowance. Multiple revenue streams. Get 7.5% of their allowance. Yeah. Take that. Invest that in another family. Give them that money. Tell them to make NFTs. Yeah. Of their own family. Yeah. Passive income, baby. Passive income, baby. One more. I want to do one more. Amer we are fascinated by <laughs> passive income. I get it. I get it. I mean, you, you want, do you want to sleep and make money? You want to close your eyes and yeah. make money? Passive income. Yeah. How do you make passive income? It's passive. It's passive. And it's income. You don't have to think about it. Just one more. Can we do one more? I yeah. Love this guy. More. This guy is so funny. He has a book called Teamwork. Yeah. For $1.99. <laughs> Teamwork, yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, who? Oh, my God. This is, he's probably speaking to us right now, guys. He has a post. He says, thanks to the haters who blew me up and made me who I am today. You inspired me to reach levels I would not have attained without you. Oh, shit. Did we, did we just make this guy rich? Did we just blow him up? Yeah. Because now people are like, who is this guy? They're going to, uh, I fucking hate that. They're going to go look up. I mean, that's how it works. Dude, I hate that. You know, fuck. Uh, that's what media is. You know what it is? Thanks to the people that supported me. Thanks to the people that lifted me up and gave me the skills and the resources. No, but this guy, I'm sure, gets a lot of a following of people talking shit about him just like us. Yeah. And then some of those people follow him out of, you know, they want to do what we're doing and make fun of him. And then some of them are like, now, hang on a second. Maybe I do need to be grinding. Uh, Omicron. Omicron. I'm on my ground. Holy shit, guys. If you get passive income because of us hating on him, give us a cut because we need some passive income. That's right. Um, <laughs> hey, want to know what a million dollars looks like? 
I went to Pueblo with $100. My goal was to turn it into a million dollar business. You can do that too. But first I want you to see what that looks like. There's 100K, 10 times, 10 times 100 is a million dollars. I just want you to know what it looks like. And I'm gonna show you how to get yours. Oh, let's just break that down. So this guy has quote unquote $100,000 stacks in in a TV studio. I can't imagine this, the prop (laughs) master, like what he must have went through to get that. It's it's real money. Well, he was probably like, we don't need that. Like you don't need to have the $100,000 there for people to believe you. And he's like, yeah, you do. Okay. I like how I like and how it, he comes up and he just has the hundred dollar. So he so this is the scene, and then Noah will explain why it's so absurd. Camera comes in. Grant Cardone shows a hundred dollar bill. And it's like this is what I started with, and then right away for some odd reason, because I used this formula that you have to buy, which the course is about two thousand dollars. I got a million dollars. But it's like that's how he got the hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> because he's charging people this. It, he's basically like, do you want to know how I got a hundred thousand dollars? Give me $2,000. Do you want to know how I got $100,000? Give me $2,000. He's teaching people. He's going to 50 people. He's making money teaching people how to make money so that way he can make money. Yeah, he's, he's, he's basically he's selling hope. He's selling hope, but he's never telling. He's continuing their hope because he's never telling them that the way you do it is you scam people. That's so, I love it. He's just holding the bricks. Ha ha. Ha ha. Oh, God. Yeah. Dude, when we get really big, can we just have a bunch of money here too? Sure. We should do a course. <laughs> teach a course? Yeah, teach a course. How to start a podcast. Yeah. You want to start a podcast? Look how many views we have. Yeah. We have 1.1 million views here. You want to be just like us? Buy our course. Thebottleclub.com forward slash course. Put your email down. Forward slash course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put your email down and we're going to send you free five-step program about how you can create your own podcast. It's free for right now. Then after the fifth email, if you enjoy it and if you like it, you're going to join our webinar. And in our webinar, we're selling the course super cheap. Usually, it's $3.99. But you want to invest in yourself. You're like, wait a second. That's an absurd price. I understand. That's what we're knocking off to? $2.99. $2.97. $2.97. Yes. Because I have a question for you, Noah. Yeah. This is the question. Yeah. If you could get thousands of listeners to your podcast. Uh Uh-huh. Wouldn't you be thinking it's worth that much? If you could, if I could pay a bunch of money to get a bunch of, and I don't know, I don't think that's. Sustainable. If you could get, if you get extremely famous through a podcast, wouldn't taking a course be worth that much? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Trying so. to go to my sales pitch. Damn it, it's not working. Sorry, you no, you need to keep me oh, out of it then. God. Well, anyway, thebottleclub.com. There's a newsletter there. There's a newsletter. You can check it out. Bottleclub.com forward slash course. Bottleclub.com forward slash course. Slash course. Course, course, course. Oh, man. Thank you, Crank Cardone. Anything else before we end? I don't think so. That was a good app. Oh, my God. Guys, we love you so much. Yeah. L-U-V. Remember, before you leave, there's a Discord. Uh, There's like, what, 12 of you now? Uh, We had a new review. Oh, my God. We have to we have to say what's up to that guy. Yeah, okay, yeah. guys. So if you leave a review on the podcast, uh, um, I'm gonna read the review, and then we are going to do a video thing on him, and then we are out of here, people. Here it is. <clears throat> Five stars. Subject line: favorite podcast. Oh yeah, quality podcast. He says, "I'm hooked. No matter who the guest is." Everything you guys talk about and the way you guys talk about it is so captivating. Keep it up. Also, the Insta is at Tony underscore Tadros three. So let's do this. What up, Tony? What's up, Tony? We're going to uh, log into uh, the Bottle Club. Uh, fuck me. Uh, I don't know my password, but we're going to figure this out. <laughs> no. Okay, hold on. We're logging into the Bottle Club. The Bottle Club pod. Thank you for your patience, uh, Noah. Yeah, you got it, baby. You got it, baby. God, I love that. I love that. How did you do that? Yo. Yo. 
My name is Jonathan. I'm trying to say what's up. The Tony, the man of the hour that's up. He walks, he talks, he listens to the pod. Trying to figure out if he's going to get a rock hard cock from our words. <laughs> Yep. So guys, if you like we're if you leave a five star review or you join the Discord and you give us your Instagram handle, we will message you. Yes. So a here video. we go. Ready? Here we go. Ready? Alright, ready? Here we go. Ready? What's up, Tony? Oh, hey, what's up, Tony? It's good to see you. Thank you for leaving that dope ass review, baby. Welcome <laughs> to the crew. <laughs> okay. That was great. That's great. That's that's what happens, you guys. Yeah. Anyway, uh, where you get can, an intimate message just like that. Uh, where can uh, they find us and you? Uh, you can follow us at the Bottle Club. The Bottle Club on all platforms. The Bottle Club Pod, baby. And um, yeah, follow me at Noah Built the Ark. Who no, built the Ark? Uh, Jesus, John. Noah. Noah built the Ark. Noah did. That's right. And uh, the Bottle Club Pod. Uh, Jonathan Garato, of course. I love you guys. L U V. Peace. Peace.